thank you for choosing Fix Yourself Formula. In this podcast, we mainly talk about losing weight, but we're also going to talk about just improving your life in general. So if you find this information valuable, all that I ask is you share it with a friend that could benefit from this information. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, I hope you're doing well. Welcome to the Fix Yourself Formula Podcast. This is Joe, your host. I'm super excited that you're here with me today. This is the second episode of this podcast. And as you know, if you've listened to the first episode, I've been wanting to do this for so many years. I just, I really never had anything to really talk about, um, at least consistently. I didn't feel like I had a lot going on in my personal life that I could really share. But finally, I came across something that I could share and talk about and that's me losing weight. Um, I actually have lost weight a lot in the past. Uh, not really a ton of weight, but I've, lo- I've went on yo-yo dieting and I've started and stopped so many diets and workout plans. And finally, I found something that is doable for me, that's sustainable, that I don't hate. And obviously, I'm gonna post all about it all over social media and share with it, or uh, share it with people. Anyway, I wanted to come to you today to pretty much examine everything I'm doing to lose weight because now I have lost over 50 pounds. It's been, it's like 55 pounds uh, to be exact since January, 2020, which I think is pretty good. Um, I, if you would have asked me or if you would have told me in January that I would lose 55 pounds by the middle of June, I would have said, yeah, right, dude. Um, but anyway, it's happened and even though it's unbelievable, it's here, and a lot of people are messaging me and reaching out to me, curious about it, what am I doing? And obviously, on Facebook, I share so much about what I'm doing on there. I literally post like what I'm eating almost on a daily basis. I post pictures of me going to walk and exercise almost every day, and then all around like motivational content, really. Um, I guess the whole purpose of this podcast, I ain't here to make money. Uh, obviously, if I was trying to make money, I would not be doing this. Um, so the purpose of this is just to share everything that I know and hopefully uh, engage in some very meaningful conversations and talk to a lot of people, people that might need help, people that um, you know are interested in this, people that need to lose weight, people that are used to quitting workouts and quitting diets. So I wanted to pretty much have this episode directly for those people. This episode is not for people that are in shape, that don't need to lose weight, that already have a good routine, that have all the discipline in the world. This episode is specifically for people that struggle, man, because most of our nation struggles with this. This is not, not everybody's walking around with six packs and happy and pumped and in shape and proud of themselves. A lot of people, you know, have low self-esteem because they can't stick to a lifestyle that is healthy and they're we're drowned out by so much information and a lot of times misinformation about dieting exercise. So this is for those people, the people that really want a lasting change. I'm not here to sell you any uh, programs, any 30 day, lose 100 pounds in 30 days programs. I'm not here to sell you any courses. I'm not selling any products. Literally, I'm just talking and eventually I'm going to bring some guests on this podcast, but I wanted to get my weight loss stuff kind of out of the way and front load it and talk about weight loss and 
you know, uh, working out type of stuff in the first few episodes. And then I do want to branch out and talk about other areas of life that we struggle with and that we can improve. So, but anyway, um, I actually reached out to people on Facebook and in my email list and I, I asked them to send me questions that they had for me. And I'm just going to share a few of these questions. Um, there were, there were like, I think over 10 people sent questions. I'm just going to do four of them real quick. Cause a lot of them were the same type of questions. So I just kind of summed them up to these four people that sent in questions. And let's see here. Uh, the first question is from Brian. Thank you, Brian. And the question is what changed for you during this time wanting to lose weight than the other times you wanted to lose weight? Brian, that is a great question. Let me make sure I understand the question. What changed for you during the time you wanted to lose weight and the other times? Yeah, I would say the approach, Brian. Like, literally every other time, my approach was from day one, dude, you got to go all in. You got to go go hard, go home, no pain, no gain. Every single workout. And it was awesome for the first week or two or maybe even a month if I could stick it out that long. And then guess what? I would burn out and I would lose motivation or some some event would happen in my life and I'd be like, you know what? Maybe I can dial it down today and I would do half, you know, half the normal workout and then next thing you know that turns into a habit and then by a week later I'm done with it. And then now my self-esteem drops. I have no trust in myself to continue it. And that's essentially what's changed. This approach that I have now is more of a slow and steady. Uh, it's more of the tortoise instead of the hare. And I would say I was always the hare, just right out the gate going 100 miles an hour. And that can work for certain type of people, but it didn't work for me. So this new approach is more of like a, okay, let's set up a workout or a diet plan that isn't dreadful that I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know how to say it. Like I wanted to set up something that was attainable, easy, and absolutely sustainable. Something I could do long-term because usually when I would start a workout, I would say, I'm going to kill it. And I'd be so pumped, like an emotionally pumped. And obviously emotions only last for a second or a day or a week or whatever. And then after those emotions die down, then you realize your body hurts, you're tired, you don't have enough time for those workouts. So I would say, Brian, that's that's definitely what happened. And thanks for the question. Uh, next question is, um, let's see here. Brittany, how often do you work out? Great question, Brittany. Thank you so much for uh, submitting that. Um, and honestly, this surprises a lot of people because I have talked to quite a few people about this um, because I've lost so much weight. They're like, dude, you must work out 24-7. To be honest, when I was... I started out in the gym a little bit, not really doing much working out at all. Like I, I would leave and not even really be sweating three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I would stay in the gym for 45 minutes. That was at first. And then once the coronavirus stuff came around and the gyms closed down, all I did was walk three days a week. I committed to three days a week. Usually I would do four to five days a week. I would walk an hour a day, usually sometimes 30 minutes. But yeah, when the gyms closed down because of the virus stuff, um, I only walked three days a week. And like I said, sometimes I'll bump it up. And now, just now in June, I am starting to get in the gym twice a week to incorporate weights into my uh, program a little bit more because usually I've been sticking to the, you know, three days a week or uh, walking, but now I'm going to do, uh, two days a week in the gym, Tuesdays and Thursdays with weights. 
and obviously I'm gonna break into two different body parts or a you know upper body lower body days and uh, three days walking so and then my walking I dialed it down to 30 minutes so it's more sustainable for me and obviously if you're super intense and you work out super hardcore this sounds weak but I don't care what you think this works for me and I'm happy it does because I'm able I can see myself doing this for a very long time because there's little resistance so meaning when I wake up in the, in the morning, I'm actually excited to get off work and go walk or go to the gym. I'm excited about it. And a lot of people are excited that are in shape or do bodybuilding or something. But I guarantee you, for the most part, my other workouts uh, prior to this and my other meal plans and stuff, I wouldn't wake up excited. I wake up and say, oh, my God, I don't know how I'm going to do this workout when I get off work. You know, Because a lot of days we might not get enough sleep or we're tired or whatever happens. And it's like... How am I going to scrape up enough energy to to finish that workout or even start it? And that was that was the case. So uh, now I'm telling you, it sounds crazy, but I don't kill it in the gym. I will eventually step it up to that level again, but I want to make sure I am committed. I want to make sure this is a an, an ingrained habit. I want this to be a lifestyle, not a part-time, maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't. I want this to be forever. So thank you for the question, Brittany. Next question is, what do you eat every day? And this is from Colby. Colby, thank you so much. Um, I follow, if you guys know, follow me on Facebook. I follow a keto diet. I wouldn't say it's 100% keto because I do eat a little more fruit than you're supposed to um, because the keto is like 70 to 75% fats, like healthy fats, like uh, grass-fed butter, um, extra virgin olive oil, grass-fed beef, stuff like that. Um, and then it's like, uh, let me think. I don't, I don't remember the formula, but I think it's like 70 to 75% fats. Um, let me try to think. 20 to 25%. Um, what is it? I think it is. Uh, I'm having a total brain fart. But anyway, it's 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 a uh, high fat, low carb. Oh, that's what it is. I'm stupid. <laughs> it's a uh, 70, 70 to 75 percent fats, and then it's like 20 to 25 <clears> percent <throat> um, protein, and then it's like five percent carbs. I, I might have screwed that all up. Like I said, I don't follow it to the T. Like I'm not even counting calories right now. I'm just getting used to the food and I'm getting used to the lifestyle. So I will eventually count calories and all my macronutrients. Um, so essentially every day I eat a lot of steak. I go get grass-fed steak from uh, Sprouts Farmer's Market. And that's a new place I found. It's kind of like Whole Foods. It's all like, um, you know, natural organic food instead of all the processed refined crap from most stores. Um, so I, I eat a lot of, uh, steak and chicken. Obviously that's like a staple food for most diets. Or, um, and then I eat a ton of avocado. I eat a ton of asparagus. I eat a ton of, well, actually not a ton of broccoli, but I need to eat more broccoli. Um, I eat a ton of leafy greens, arugula, lettuce, iceberg lettuce, all that stuff. Um, let's see. I eat a lot of limes i like the limes the lime juice and avocados and i use it as like a dressing and salad instead of like actual dressing i use lime juice which is maybe weird i don't know i eat mangoes a lot which kind of throws me out of the keto diet because they try to restrict fruit like especially sweet fruit like a mango 
Um, but other than that, I eat some nuts, um, definitely walnuts, and a little bit of almonds. Not too much of a nut guy. Uh, but anyway, that's mainly what I eat on a daily basis. Hopefully that answered your question, Colby. Okay, next question, last question here. What got you so focused and what keeps you going? Richard, thank you, Richard, for the questions. Those are two questions. Okay, so what got me so focused? It's all the years and years and years of quitting, starting and stopping. That, it, I was miserable inside my head because I didn't trust myself. My self-esteem was low. I didn't, I didn't appreciate nothing. I mean, I, I'm a big believer in if you're not taking care of your health, you're not getting the right nutrients and the right um, exercise and the and you're maintaining your body properly. If you're not doing that, it's so hard to be focused on anything because your body is meant to to be balanced and to be in homeostasis and operate at you know the most efficiently. So when my body was always tired and lackadaisical and I was like almost depressed, I would say. I don't I've never been diagnosed with depression, but I felt like in a depressed state at all times. So I was just sick of that repetitive cycle, the the non-stop just my body's aching, my energy's super low, my brain is just feel foggy, I can't focus on anything. So that's what really got me focused, Richard. Like I just decided, man, this enough of this bull crap. And that's pretty much it. And then the second question says, what keeps you going? I would say, man, these results and, and the ease of my lifestyle. I would say um, like the slow and steady version of like working out and eating right is, is very easy to maintain. It keeps me going easily. Like I don't, like I said earlier, I don't dread what I'm doing. I don't hate it. I'm not... I don't regret. I'm I'm constantly reinforcing my current beliefs on diet and, and uh, nutrition and exercise by studying all the time. And luckily, I have a job where I can be on my phone a lot, and I can research and I can really dive deep into uh, the like inside the body and try to learn all that stuff. So it's easy to like keep going because I love it. I mean, literally, it's a lifestyle. It's not a hobby. It's not a diet plan. And it's not a uh, workout program where it has a finite amount of time. This is something I could see myself doing for a long time. So no problem there for me. And thank you for that question, Richard. But uh, yeah, I want to go into more of like my workouts in, in the past. And I've, I, I played football all my life, pretty much. And if you know anything about, you know, team sports like that, it's always push, 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 faster, harder. Come on. You need to, you need to work out two, three times a day and you need to go all out 100% every time you step foot in the gym and on the field. And that makes a hundred percent sense or a hundred percent sense. And if you are an athlete, absolutely go ahead. But my thing is who my target market, the people I want to speak to are people that just want health and they want to lose weight, not people that are trying to be marathon runners or elite athletes. Those people have a different mindset and a different approach. And by the way, 
for everybody that reaches out to me and says, you know, what I'm doing is crazy, I don't recommend this for everybody. It may sound like it sometimes because I'm such a believer in what I'm doing. Um, but honestly, you got to figure out at the end of the day, you got to figure out what works for you. It took so much trial and error for me to figure out what actually worked for me because I've tried so many different things and I couldn't separate my mindset from the sports and football mindset to the health, wellness, and sustainability mindset because those are two different angles to look at it. And so it took a lot of trial and error. And by the way, just to go back to my nutrition, also a big role in my weight loss when it comes to food is fasting and specifically intermittent fasting. Cause right now I'm doing like prolonged fasting every week and people are freaking out because I'm posting it all over Facebook and they're like, how are you going 48 hours without eating? You're going to die. You're starving. And that is definitely the response I would have had a year ago. No doubt. So I started out intermittent fasting and I started to educate myself on it. I am not going to dive deep into anything medical. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietary specialist. So I would suggest you do your research on your own. And a couple of people that are actual doctors that do talk about fasting and keto, Dr. Jason Fung, he's a doctor. He came out with a book um, not too, a few years ago. And I don't, I can't think of the name of it, but Dr. Jason Fung, I would say Dr. Sten Ekberg, they have a, he has a YouTube channel and there's tons of interviews of J, uh, Dr. Fung on there. And, uh, it's called the obesity code. That book he wrote is called the obesity code, um, where he talks on a hormonal and chemical level, like why are we, why we are fat and how to, how to reverse it essentially. Um, and I would say, uh, Dr. Eric Berg is a great one. And those are just a couple doctors that you can research. Obviously, don't just look at it from their point of view. I would say look at all the opposition as well because I'm a I'm getting better at this where once I believe something, I don't want to just support it by just looking at that point of view. I want to look at every angle of it and try to come up with my own opinion based off of all the evidence and all the facts and all the opinions and not just from one source um, because I've learned that the the hard way actually me and my girlfriend went vegan in 2019 i believe yeah i think it was 2018 2019 for like three or four months and i was on the vegan train like but i wasn't looking on the outside of veganism i was just looking at veganism and 100 percent agreeing with that and not looking at any other angle which made me super biased and super protective and once I started to look on the research outside of it, it changed my mind a little bit and I've, I've become way more well-rounded about everything. And I do not, uh, I am not bashing veganism. I'm not bashing any diet because it might work for uh, some people. It just didn't work for me and I didn't really want it to work, um, to be honest. Um, but anyway, so intermittent fasting is a big deal. And the way I did it was I didn't start doing it right away. What I would, what I did with my diet at first was not even a diet. I did the cutout thing where most people know what this is. I was drinking multiple energy drinks a day. I was eating Dunkin' Donuts. I was sugary coffees, Chick-fil-A all day, every day. I couldn't get enough of Chick-fil-A and obviously all the Chick-fil-A sauce with it. You know, I would use two or three packs of Chick-fil-A sauce per sandwich, and I would usually get two or three sandwiches at a time. Um, I mean, there was no limit. I would go to Hardee's and get burgers, and I would go to Wendy's and get Frosties, and it was just ridiculous. 
So what did I, what I ended up doing was I just kind of sat down and thought about what am I eating on a daily basis? And obviously it made me feel like crap just to think about it. But then I decided, okay, instead of just quitting cold turkey and meal prepping or something like I used to do, I'm just going to cut out one thing at a time. And that's exactly what I did. So week one, I decided, hey, I think the thing I abuse the most is soda and energy drinks. So I'm going to cut those things out. No soda, no energy drinks for the first two or three weeks. So I stuck with that. I ate everything else the same. I just cut out soda and energy drinks and I would drink, I would still drink coffee um, and I would still drink other things, juices and I would still, not really juices, but I would drink a lot more water, which helped. And then after the two or three weeks were up, then I decided to cut out fried foods, which was a big deal for me because I was eating so much you know, French fries and fried chicken sandwiches and all this crap. So I, I cut out, um, and that was two or three weeks after I cut out the soda and energy drinks. So now, two or three weeks later, I cut out fried foods and, and the soda and uh, energy drinks. And then I went another two or three weeks with just those things cut out. And then after that was up, I cut out the, the, the sweets. And then, th- so you see what I'm doing there. I, I wasn't really thinking about an actual diet. I wasn't looking at diets. I wasn't doing anything. I was just using common sense and saying, okay, I'm going to cut these things out. Because essentially, that's really the problem at the end of the day. is not really the specific diet we're following. It's literally the amount of what we're eating and what we are eating like just cutting stuff out and sticking to it you will see weight loss and you will feel better so some people say this diet makes you feel better you're gonna lose more weight on this diet or blah 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 blah. honestly just change your diet a little bit and you'll realize you'll get those same benefits so i'm not going to recommend a specific diet for you especially if you're somebody that has health problems pre-existing conditions or anything like that So anyway, I cut out those things one at a time. And I really suggest that like remove this. I got to start now cold Turkey crap, because that's very, that's not very sustainable. Like even if you lose the weight quickly, you're still going to have those cravings. So I would suggest not doing that. So cut out one food group or, or uh, item, especially if it's big in your diet and you know, it's horrible, cut one out at a time. And it made it a lot easier and manageable because if I would have cut everything out, man, I would have been, I would have been going crazy in a week or two. I would have, I probably would have made it a week, but man, I would have came back like ferocious and shotgunning monsters and, you know, eating Chick-fil-A sandwiches at one bite. <laughs> but anyway, that's the approach I took essentially. And, um, I would absolutely recommend you do that. I would absolutely, and I don't think there's anybody on the face of the earth that can disagree with that strategy. Maybe they'll say it's not fast enough or it's not extreme enough. They could probably say that kind of stuff. But listen, guys, I'm not talking to the extremist. I'm talking to people, regular, average, everyday people like me. And whenever I was starting this, I didn't want to hear, hey, man, go hard or go home or, man, go 100%, cut everything out, everything out tonight. I didn't want to hear that crap. All right, and once you get to that point where you cut out most things, then start looking into the diets. Look at the paleo diet. Look at the keto diet. Look at intermittent fasting. Look at the caveman diet. Look at um, the carnivore diet. Look at vegan. Look at vegetarian. Look at pescatarian. Look at all of them once you get to that point and make a decision based off of your needs, your goals, 
and how your body responds to it because no matter what you like or don't like, your body will tell you. <laughs> and sometimes when you start new diets and stuff, your body does have weird reactions and you might overreact. So give some, give give things some time to get adapted. Obviously, if, you, if you've been eating like crap for a while, your body is not going to be too pleased with you once you change it or cut things out. So it's going to be pretty hard, uh, especially mentally, because, you know, at being creatures of habit, we get so used to picking things up a certain way, having certain tastes at certain times, and having a certain amount of food, blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't say, like, at first, don't count calories. Don't even think about that crap. Just build good habits. I'm telling you, that is the key. Same thing with exercise. Um, okay, before exercise, though, the intermittent fasting, I haven't talked about that. So intermittent fasting is a great strategy just to reduce how much food you're really eating um, and give your body a break. Give it time to rebuild and to uh, clean it, clean itself out. Because if you just constantly eat five, six, seven, eight times a day, and that might sound crazy, but I was eating like six, seven, eight times a day. Um, your body never gets time to adjust or to digest properly or to clean itself out. So fasting is super important. And you don't have to be extreme like me and fast sometimes 48 hours. Usually I fast anywhere between 20 and 24 hours every single day. And it is super easy for me now. Um, but I would say start out. You know, if you sleep eight hours a night, there, there you go. You're, you're fasting for eight hours. So just try to increase that, that number until something you get that's doable. Like for me, it was pretty easy to fast 14 hours a day. So I would fast for 14. I wouldn't eat. And that's including sleep. So I would sleep for eight of it. So six hours I'm awake. I'm not eating. Okay. And so 14 hours I'm fasting and then 10 hours is a window where I'm able to eat. And I didn't even change what I was eating. I was still doing the cutout thing, but I started doing intermittent fasting at the same time. So I was still eating like crap, but I was eating in a 10 hour window. And then once I got used to that after like two weeks or a week, I went to 16 hours a day. So I would, there would be a 16 hour window where I wouldn't eat eight hours. I would be awake and I wouldn't eat. And then, um, obviously, eight-hour window. I would eat between noon and 8 p.m. at night. And I was eating throughout the whole eight-hour window, which is not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to usually eat, like, lunch at noon and dinner at 8. Okay, well, anyway. Then I went from 16 hours a day to 18 hours a day, okay? So I would have a six-hour window. And what I would do is I went from eating at noon to eating at 2 p.m., and then eating at 8 p.m. So that's a six-hour eating window. But I'm fasting for 18 hours. So you get a lot of, of these uh, cellular benefits. And there's this thing called autophagy where your body pretty much cleans itself out. And I don't want to get too crazy about this, but you can look that up on your own. Autophagy is a big benefit of fasting and keto diet and all that stuff. But anyway, obviously you can see the trends. I went from 14 hours a day, 16 hours a day, 18, 20, and now I'm doing 20, 22, 24 hours every single day. And usually once or twice a week, I fast for 48 hours, and it's no problem. But it did not start out that way. It was, it was uh, something that I had to get used to because in my whole entire life, I have never fasted until 2020. I'm telling you, I've never fasted in my life. I mean, I, I fasted, obviously, when you're sick. When I was sick, for two weeks I fasted, actually. 
and I couldn't eat nothing. When I got an upper respiratory infection in high school, I lost 20 pounds in two weeks because I literally couldn't even drink water and it was miserable. So that's the only other time I fasted. Obviously that was not a healthy fast, um, but now I, I can fast easily and it's no problem. More energy, I feel way better. I don't always feel bogged down and it also saves me a ton of time of cooking and meal prepping and stopping by stores and fast food. That's a lot of time that you save. And eventually you can get to where you're, you know, only have a four hour eating window or a two hour eating window. And obviously please do the research and learn the benefits of it. And I will probably go into details and benefits of keto and intermittent fasting later. But I just want you to, if you're interested in that, you look it up yourself because there's plenty of, of information and research done on it because fasting has been around as long as human beings have been around. And it's a part of a lot of the major religions. So absolutely do the research. But that pretty much covers the diet, nutrition, and the exercise. I mean, pretty much the same approach. I did not take it seriously. I didn't, I took it seriously, like commitment wise, but intensity wise, I am so, and I got this, I stole this quote from Bricks Fitness on YouTube and I got him on Instagram too. He's this uh, African-American gentleman that was heavily, heavily overweight, man boobs and everything. This dude literally looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but black, obviously. And he has a six pack. He's very inspirational. Anyway, he said this, he said, um, we want consistency over intensity, which never, no one's ever said that to me in my life. So when he said that, it blew my mind, like literally three words, consistency over intensity. So that was my approach to working out and even eating. It was, how can we set this up? So where it's, I can be consistent. I can keep doing it, not feel discouraged, not feel beaten down. I can do this and feel inspired and motivated to keep doing it. So that was the, essentially the approach for the exercise. And like I said, now in, in the middle of June, I'm just now starting to incorporate weights back into it, which I'm really not, I'm taking that pretty slow too. I'm only doing two days a week and I'm doing three sets of eight on each exercise and it's not, and I'm not really doing a lot. I'm just trying to get my body into this so I can sustain it for a long time. But if you talk to a bodybuilder or somebody that already has a six pack, they're going to say, dude, you need to step it up. You're weak or you're, you're never going to go do anything with that. Or that's bull crap. Who told you to do that? Look, <coughs> I'm just telling you what works for me specifically, but I can guarantee you this would work for most people if they just took the time to even just step outside and go walk. Like literally that's all it is. And hopefully, guys, this is the end of this podcast. Um, I didn't even have this written out or structured. All I had was the questions written out. I just went on a rant about like what's on my mind, how I interpret all this, and what I've done specifically. I've gave you specifics. Like literally, I ain't hiding nothing from you. I don't take supplements. I don't do nothing. I don't take any extra vitamins. I don't do, I don't know how to put it into words, but I, I didn't buy no fitness program. I have spent like zero money on any fitness related or nutritional supplements or programs or anything. Nothing. No boot camps. No, none of this crap. Not saying, the, I mean, some of that stuff is not crap. That's good stuff. But for me, 
I just wanted to prove to myself I can do this naturally and I don't need all these products that are jammed down our throat every single day. No pre-workout, no protein powder, no crazy, you know, weight loss juices or pills or whatever. None of that. No potions, <laughs> none of this crazy stuff, you know, that might work for some people. This method is natural. And I would say the only thing I've done is I've spent way more money on healthy foods. And I wouldn't even say way more money because I was spending so much money on fast food and going out to eat all the time and coffee coffee every couple hours and energy drinks. I would say I'm probably spending way less money, to be honest. And I spend way less time cooking and I spend way less time cleaning and way less time stopping my restaurants. So uh, essentially, that's it. This is natural. I'm not, there ain't nothing. No, no human growth hormones. No... No testosterone boosters, nothing, nada. I don't drink alcohol. I don't smoke marijuana. I don't do any drugs. I don't smoke. And all those things that I just listed probably help, but, uh, you know, help to lose weight. And, uh, but anyway, um, I just wanted to emphasize that because a lot of people need, like, buy all these juices and all these crazy workout plans and boot camps and 30 day fitness challenges and, you know, Nutrisystem and all this stuff that they think they have to have, you don't, you don't. And that's the whole point of this podcast. You don't, you can do this. It doesn't take willpower. It takes a good approach and a good plan. This doesn't take discipline. It doesn't take, well, it does take discipline. It just doesn't take a tremendous amount and it doesn't take a tremendous amount of willpower, which everybody thinks they're lacking because they don't keep showing up to a workout that's 10 times harder than it should be. Anyway, guys, I think I've went into really, really good detail about what I've done. Honestly, it's not that much to dive into because it's not that complicated. I ain't trying to sell you nothing. Hopefully, this was helpful for you if you are somebody that quits workouts or doesn't know what they should do. Hopefully, this benefits you. And if you know, if, if you listen to this and the whole time you were thinking of somebody and somebody shot to the front of your brain and you said, oh my God, this person needs to hear it. Please just share it with them. Just send the link. You can copy and paste the link and send it to their text message and let them know, hey, I'm sending this because I'm thinking of you when I heard this. This guy, Joe, I've been listening to on Facebook and, and Anchor on his podcast said, you know, you don't have to kill yourself at the gym or you don't have to have a super strict diet or you don't have to go all out. This guy, Joe, said this and look at what he's done. I went from 330 pounds in January, literally 330 pounds. I have pictures, if you don't believe me, on my Facebook. 330 pounds to right now today, 275 pounds. Do the math. 55 pounds. And it is not by accident. A lot of it, yes, is water weight. And I get that. I was way, I was morbidly obese. So it's it's easier to lose a whole bunch of weight if you're morbidly obese than you are if you're only 40 pounds overweight. Then it's harder to lose those pounds. I get that. I'm just just telling you, for example, that's who I am and, and kind of why I'm telling you all this stuff. There is no ulterior motives. I ain't selling nothing. Obviously, I'm going to say that a million times because I want you to know this is for no other reason other than to share information that I've gained. And in future episodes, I guess I can dive into it maybe a little bit more scientifically and um, you know, cite actual studies and articles and research. But for this episode, I just want to be pretty basic but also dive deep into 
kind of the mindset and because the mindset is the foundation if you have a strong foundation this is piece of cake but the foundation is your approach and your mindset about all this make sure you take the right approach with the right mindset and the right vision and in the by vision i mean not lose weight in six months no it's like let's pursue health and weight loss will be a byproduct of pursuing health that's the goal so anyway guys like i said if you if you like this episode please share it with a friend and also i would love to be interviewing people that have lost weight as well um, or bringing people on that know a lot about health and nutrition maybe that could challenge my way of thinking Uh, maybe have a debate i don't know i'm not that great of a debate to be honest i'm not a doctor i don't know every single study and i'm sure there's studies that prove that what i'm doing is idiotic and whatever um there's too many options out here for diets and exercise so i wanted to figure it out for myself and that is what i have done hope you guys have a rocking day and an awesome week and a great month and um, a fantastic rest of the year and i hope you guys stick around for all my future episodes episodes anyway episodes and if you haven't already listen to the first episode and honestly it was like an introduction to what the rest of the podcast is going to be out be about jesus i can't talk anyway um i look forward to having guests on this show i look forward to interacting with you guys i have a a private email list if you want to join that email list you will get exclusive content I mean, honestly, I've been slacking in that area. I'm kind of new to the email listing, but I want to post more content, more personalized videos and ask questions and get feedback and just talk to you guys one-on-one. I I actually give out my personal phone number to people that reach out to me all the time. Unfortunately, people reach out to me about their health problems and I'm like, I'm not a doctor. Anyway, if you want to sign up for the email list and get private messages and personalized messages and interact with me, please click the link below. It is a MailChimp link, which is the email broadcasting uh, website that I use. And anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. If you've listened to this all the way, you either crazy or you got this playing in the background or you just bored. But I love you anyway. See ya. Peace out.